The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Why is this on my screen again? This open tab for inventory. Is that going to keep happening? Is that going to keep happening? Did I do something? Has something gone wrong in my save file? That that keeps happening? I corrupted my player achievements. Oh no. How do I uncorrupt them? Where are those held? No matter. We're recording a new episode of Farlands or Busts. Episode 765 of the aforementioned series. Wolfie is just anxious and ready to get going. So we're going to do that. This episode will be published on Wednesday, January 8th, 2020. How's that? I said I'd be doing more Farlands or Bust. We had one last Friday and now we're having one on Wednesday. What is this? 2013? 2014? When did I do like three three days a week? Anyway, Wolfie's ready to go. I'm ready to go west towards those far lands in Minecraft beta. 173. Oh dear. So, oh dear. How do I fix that? <laughs> um, if you missed it, quick recap. Last time I had a power outage mid-episode. So I restored my save, the world save, and recorded it again. But now I'm getting those achievements, which is a real bummer. And I thought I would stop getting the achievements since I'd gotten them last episode. But, um, yeah, let's hope that doesn't become a thing. Maybe we'll have to... Get pushed, Wolfie! Get pushed by this chicken! Uh, we'll have to investigate ways to fix that. But, uh, yeah, welcome back to Far Lands or Busts. Episode 765. I'm ready! I'm kind of ready. I'm mostly ready. <laughs> to announce this season's charity fundraiser. This is season 8. Of course. After season seven, we raised money for direct relief charity, and then previously we raised money for child's play charity. We're switching it up again. We're switching it up again. And of course, the goal is going to be matched with the size of the world save file, which before I started recording this is 29,441.41 megabytes. So the goal, as it stands at, at this episode, for this new charity, which I am imminently about to announce, is going to be $29,441.41. I probably won't be updating that each and every episode, um, but maybe like every week I'll go to the charity fundraiser website and update that. I think I can update that. Listen, I'm pretty sure I can update that on the fly. <laughs> like What I've put in there right now is not set in stone. But yeah, who's ready? Who's ready for charity? Who's ready for charity? Wolfie is. Wolfie should be. 
because it's appropriate for an animal. Because it's an animal charity. The first animal charity of Far Lands or Bust, I'm happy to announce, is PAWS. P-A-W-S. The Progressive Animal Welfare Society. I almost said it wrong. Now, there are a lot of PAWS. Let me just get that out of the way. PAWS. P-A-W-S. There are many PAWS organizations throughout the United States and probably the world. This one in particular is local to Seattle. It is a Seattle area animal uh, welfare organization. It was started in 1967. And since then, they have united more than 130,000 cats and dogs with families through their adoption centers, as well as cared for more than 140,000 sick, injured, and orphaned wild animals, which is interesting for PAWS. You know, most shelters and, and rescue organizations simply deal with domestic animals, obviously, dogs and cats. But this PAWS also rehabilitates and takes in wild animals. You got bald eagles. You got sea lions. Uh, I think they even, on their website, showed how the Seattle Zoo had a sick black bear. So they, 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 they did work on the black bear um, and, other, and other such things. So it's, it's a little bit of both. If you like your animal rescues or putting animals up for adoption and stuff, Paws has that. If you like your helping out local wildlife, rehabilitating injured wildlife and releasing them back into the wild, Paws does that as well as well as uh, education events and services uh, throughout the uh, Pacific Northwest here. So yeah, the website is going to be farlandsandbus.com. Uh, for those of you watching on stream right at this very second, it's not up there yet, but it'll be up there. All, all the links and information that I'll have will be up there when this episode goes live tomorrow. But a, a little short URL that you can use is give.pause.org slash flob8. Give.pause.org slash flob8. And if I can entice you even further, Pause is the organization that I adopted Juno from. So there's even a personal connection that I personally have with Pause the organization and uh and yeah that's that's another reason why i chose it they're just uh, uh they rate highly on charity navigator uh and also yeah like i said a lot of perhaps animal shelters or whatever may or may not deal with wild animals so it has a, a bit of a double a double a double bang for your buck there um so yeah pause Pause, pause, pause. Now, the thing that I hesitated about and why it took me so long to choose is that um, I'm using the pause. Pause has their own, like, fundraiser system, like their own built-in Tiltify sort of stuff. Um, however, it does not take PayPal. It can only, at this time, take credit cards. And I asked in my Patreon Discord... That was a problem. Most people didn't seem to have a problem with it. Some people did because they don't want to use their credit card everywhere. 
uh, or places they might not be familiar with, and I understand that. Uh, I offer a suggestion that maybe if you really want to donate to the Far Lands or Bust fundraiser for pause, that there are certain services, some credit card companies even create uh, temporary one-time use credit card numbers that you can use for online purchases, or you can purchase one of those uh, gift card credit cards in the amount you want to donate, and then use that to donate. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of people... This is dangerous. Nope, that's not a way to go. All right. Uh, there's plenty of people who also don't like to use PayPal or whatever, but... Um, but yeah, pause. Not like pause on pause, like like a dog paw. P-A-W-S. Animal pause. Um, I should not be going up into this mountain. I've already said it's a bad way to go, yet I continue to do so. So yeah, farlanserbus.com is where you can get all the links. I'll be adding all the banner buttons and, and, and links and stuff. Um, and also, yes, with your donation, there's a little checkbox where you can make it anonymous. I've already donated just to test out the system myself. You can make it anonymous. Uh, you can include a comment, which is how I will be going back to getting questions for future episodes of Farlands or Busts. Uh, if you leave a comment with your message field. Uh, there's also like a way to like donate on behalf of like a, a, a pet of yours or in remembrance of. Um, I don't know that I see that at all. That might just go towards the pause organization. I didn't try that out. But uh, but yeah. Give.pause.org slash flob8 for Firelands of Bust Season 8 uh, is where you'll see that main donation fundraiser uh, campaign, I guess you can call it. And yeah, that's where I got Juno from a pause. You can also, oh yeah, there's also a button where you can cover, uh, like if you're worried about credit card fees, processing fees, uh, it'll add about 6% to cover their end of the credit card processing fees. Fees, not necessary, but there, there's also an option there. A pretty, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with the system that they've set up uh, over there, so I'm glad to be using it, and I'm glad for season eight. We'll be raising money for them, and then when we do match our goal, our our running goal, that's when. Uh, oh, look! I've ended up with a snowball somehow. That's when we'll uh, do another flawathon and press F3. That's how that works. Those of you new to the show. So yeah, I hope uh, everybody's as interested and excited about that as I am and apparently as Wolfie is let's go to sleep and continue in the morning and awakeness and awakeness indeed all right so I did it I said it out loud I, I that's always kind of nerve-wracking you never know a reception of such things. Not that I feel like there's ever been a bad reception, but I want to. I want to give it enough fanfare, and uh, I, I want to sell it. And it's been, yeah, it's been what the uh, the Far Lands or Bust series has been about since June 2011, when we first started raising money for charity. Um, and this March coming up on nine years of doing this and doing Far Lands or Bust and being a Gaming broadcaster, let's call it, YouTube, Twitch, whatever. 
Um, so that's pretty crazy in and of itself. And now we're raising money for PAWS. PAWS, Seattle area, PAWS. Uh, but yeah, they do generally come up, at least maybe because I'm local in my Google searches. If you search PAWS, they're the first ones that come up. Um, but yeah, very exciting. And Pallet Hand says they already donated and submitted a question. How about it? How about it? I don't have any questions right now because obviously we just started that. But hopefully I will for the next episode. But I do have a story. Oh, do I have a story? It finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. It finally happened for the first time in my life. What could I possibly be talking about on this family show? <laughs> Your old Kurt J-Mac. Member of Wreckfest for Breakfast. Busto Rhymes. Finally got in his first real life car accident. I'm fine. The car's fine. Uh... Everybody else involved is fine, but I've never been in an accident before. I've been driving for over 21 years. Wait. Yeah, 21 years. And I'd never gotten in any sort of accident until this past weekend. And it was in the, the Subaru uh, Crosstrek, uh, so the safest car of mine. No, not in the Corolla. I would probably be dead <laughs> um, for uh, that car in this situation. I would probably be dead. I also wouldn't take it on the highway, which is where this took place. Uh, but I was basically I was driving to the girlfriends and a normal day, not surprisingly much traffic. It was the weekend. Um, and I'm sure everybody has had the experience if you if you drive or if you drive on tollway, freeway, whatever, where no traffic, no traffic, no traffic, and then suddenly dead stop and screeching brakes and all that stuff. And that's precisely what happened. Just driving along, uh, got to a, a very interesting part of Seattle uh, infrastructure design where the, the lanes uh, go from four lanes down to one, all at once. Real great, real great design. All about safety here in Seattle. <laughs> um, and uh, at that bottleneck, cars in front of me suddenly came to a stop. I had to suddenly, I'm honestly, I am surprised I stopped in time. And if anything, it has bolstered my confidence in, in the Subaru Crosstrek uh, and its abilities, because I I'm I was for sure you know time slows down you're like uh, slamming on the brakes the brakes are jittering around with their anti lock stuff I hear other cars wheels screeching and stuff I stopped in time but even before it happened I knew for sure the person behind me was not going to stop in time and they did not. Uh, they did not. They were slowing down, so it wasn't like a full speed hit. Um, but it was enough for them to hit me. 
and then the car behind them to slightly hit them. Uh, their car was right messed up, uh, I say with a chuckle, but everybody was fine. Uh, everybody was fine. No airbags deployed uh, or anything like that. What was the slow-mo again? But there was more swearing and, and, and words of un, unsatisfactory nature. Um, but yeah, not only was it in the middle of the interstate, but at that certain point, there's no shoulder. There's no shoulder, and we were right there in the middle. Uh, so I kind of looked behind me and made sure, like, thumbs up, everybody's okay, and like, follow me. Uh, drove off to, like, an off-ramp that was thankfully right there. Got out of the car really quick. Still still know where to pull off. We're still, like, in a lane of the off-ramp. And, um, talked to the driver behind me. They were fine. Their car had the classic hood fold, the hood crinkle. Uh, and then the car behind them, they were fine. I'm like, listen, let's get off this off-ramp, since all of our cars can drive, and we're fine. And go to a parking lot, find a parking lot somewhere. I didn't know, I was just, I was just hoping that I, there was a parking lot. We found a parking lot and pulled over. Uh, it was a younger girl and uh, another guy behind uh, them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, on the outside... My Subaru, aside from like the scrapes on the bumper and the fact that the bump, you know, the plastic bumper is cracked in a couple places, uh, couldn't even tell, really. I, I expected to have like taillights out or like the tailgate, you know, unable to open or close or whatever. Um, but like the fenders, you know, a lot, a lot of times. If you... Thanks! Thanks! Speaking of accidents, thanks, you rude dude. <laughs> um,. Uh, but yeah, uh, of course, I still have yet, still going through the, uh, the insurance rigmarole. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, I'm sure underneath the plastic bumper, the little bumper bar and the crush points that the bumpers have, uh, I don't, I don't know what, in what condition those are at. They must have, they were in a car, they must have kind of lifted up my car a little bit and gone underneath it, because there's some scrapes of their paint on my muffler, <laughs> which, as you know, is under the car, under the bumper. Um, but yeah, they hit me pretty... not super hard, like I said, their airbags didn't deploy, um, but enough to completely do the, the classic upward, upside-down V crinkled hood, um, and then they got hit much slower from behind. Uh, so their rear bumper was a little cracked, and then the, the front kind of fascia uh, of, of the Mustang that hit her was kind of cracked or whatever. Um, but yeah, everybody was fine. I had Juno with me. She was fine. Um, yeah, that was, that was stressful, but I think for getting in an accident, obviously, nobody being hurt, best case scenario, but just best case scenario. Everybody had insurance, nobody was yelling or being a jerk, everybody was very calm. I mean, the girl was kind of upset and crying or whatever, and her, her parents had to come 
uh, to like drive the car back, which I'm surprised they were going to do. I'm like, I've got to worry about your radiator if, if something's up with that, but they seem fine. Um, got the police there. They did the whole yada, yada, yada thing. Um, and then I just, I, I drove, kept on driving to the girlfriend's house. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that was the first. I, I, I felt it coming too. I'm like, if I don't, hit the car in front of me, which again, I was completely surprised I was able to do that. Um, I'm like, yeah, if there's anyone behind me, they're hitting me. And sure enough, like one second after I came to a stop, get crunch. Um, so that's a, that's a bummer. That's a bummer to have to deal with. And hopefully there's nothing sinister or unseen broken in the Crosstrek. I haven't had my car in yet. I'm, you know, uh, we're doing the insurance stuff, and when it's like three cars involved, all the insurance claim people are trying to make sure it's blamed on somebody else. Um, best case scenario is I was in front of the line, so the person in front of the line who gets rear-ended is never at fault. I just have to wait to figure out who they figure out was at fault, um, so that I can finally do whatever it is I need to do to get my car fixed. Uh, I don't know, it might be as simple as replacing that uh, the rear bumper plastic piece uh, or, or, you know, whatever bumper bar might be crushed or something behind it. Um, but yeah, like I said, best case scenario for getting in an accident. Uh, we were able to get off the road. We didn't make a new traffic jam or anything like that. But like I said, everybody was fine or whatever. Uh, I was kind of like, well, that had to happen. That had to happen. All right. You know, I was kind of nonchalant about it. Uh, I was kind of like, well, this is, this is a headache I don't need right now. But otherwise, an interesting weekend ahead. A very interesting weekend ahead. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And Antel like breaks nests. But yeah, like I'm man, that cross track. You want a safe car? I mean, I don't know. It was probably like less than a 30 mile per hour hit by the time we were all slowed down and then it finally happened, but um I feel bad for talking about getting rid of it and getting like an Outback or something next year, this year. I mean, I the thing I'm like thankful of, I'm like, thank God I wasn't driving the SVX and I sold the SVX already. Because A, I, that car would not have been able to stop in time. That was a very heavy car and the brakes are not up for the task. Uh, and then also, from behind, <laughs> I don't know, you know, there's no fixing that car. There's no parts, there's no insurance would just total it if it got a little fender bender, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, it's it's with the car that I have the most insurance and is the newest. Um, so yeah. That was, uh, that went pretty well. So yeah, I've just had different insurance. Well, the, the, the third, the guy in third in line has the same insurance as me. I don't know if that's good or bad, but yeah. I presumably... 
me getting hit from behind is going to be blamed on the person behind me, and then them being hit from behind is going to be blamed on the person behind them. Um, so yeah, that was uh, kind of a bummer, and like another a way to sit around waiting for an hour for police to show up or whatever it was, was was no fun and, and having to deal with insurance and stuff, which I'm not particularly thrilled about. <laughs> like, I know that insurance is in the business of not providing insurance, just taking money and keeping it, so I don't know how much they'll be fighting, whatever needs to be done. But yeah, like I said, I was able to drive home from the girlfriends today. Uh, it's, it's no problem. Uh, it's no uh, real uh, car still runs and drives or whatever. I've been answering everybody's questions. Honestly, I'm not trying to be like, no, my neck hurts. Um, you know, there's none of that. And as far as I can tell, there's none of that from any of the other drivers. Uh, not that I've been in contact with them or anything like that, obviously, but... Fun time. And then I did I almost got in an accident on the way home today, too. Some big giant full extra large SUV. I don't remember what it was. Was just doing the whole I'm going to turn on my left turn signal and continue to mosey across all six lanes of traffic because I want to, and I'm not going to check my blind spots. Uh, and I'm like, honk honk, I'm right here. Smart guy. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't. That would have been very bad. <laughs> that would have been much more complicated than it needed to be. Indeed. Well, I really have nothing else to talk about because I don't have any questions. <laughs> oh, buddy. Yeah, like, I mean, everybody was... Like I said, everybody had insurance. Everybody... Everybody was open with all their stuff, and uh, it was fine. I mean, fine would have been not being in that situation, but it was fine. Dr. Brian Lorgan111 is in my chat saying that they saw the rocket launch the other day. The SpaceX launching more... Uh, Intel sats or uh, net sats or whatever the internet satellites are. These ones have been modified with a darker exterior so that they hopefully don't reflect so much in the night sky. Starlink, thanks, sorry. Uh, due to a response of their first batch of, of, of constellation sats that went up and you could see um but yeah, I don't know I don't know. I haven't I didn't keep up with that. I was I was away when that launch happened. But uh gosh, I've been needing so many boats in this episode, haven't I? It was on time and clear skies. Were you able to did it Whoa! Did it land on a... I'm assuming it landed on a barge, so you probably didn't see the landing burn of the uh, Falcon 9. 
Barge land. Barge Simpson. I'll see. I know I haven't. I don't. I don't even remember the last launch. I watched. To be honest, like not in person, obviously, but it like live, like on a stream or whatever. Yeah, the... Oh, that's probably a spawner, but that would be... Yep, that is definitely a skeleton spawner. But that one would be quite tough to excavate, I feel. So we're gonna leave it behind! I assume they're still reflective, because they have... solar panels. Um, but that'll be interesting to see what comes of that. Uh, basically, SpaceX is... It, this is like their own payload. They're launching a bunch of these... What are they called again? <laughs> I've already forgotten. Uh, satellite internet constellations that are going to encircle the goat lobe Starlink. Um, I'm pretty skeptical about it, honestly. I don't know that much about it either, honestly. But I feel like there's better ways to make internet connectivity happen. Um, but then again, Elon is also talking about terraforming Mars, when in reality it would be far, far cheaper and far, far less resource-intensive to, you know, terraform our own planet, that is to say, fix what we're currently doing to it. But no, no, that's that's not cool. <laughs> that's not the cool thing to do. So, what do I know? Ooh, certainly not to go that way. Certainly not to go that way. Don't do it, sheep! Oh, gosh. That's a... Hold on. Can I shear you first before you... Oh, he's fine. He's just getting a look over all of his vast lands. The brown sheep? Those aren't too common, I don't think. Hey, guy. Yeah, you. Thanks! Do a flip! <laughs> um... So, yeah! This is the problem. With extinguishing all of your... topics. I, what I talked about all the games last episode, I could've carried over into this episode, but we didn't. Um, I will say, though, farlandsrobust.com is all the information, links to donate to the pause fundraiser over there. And I appreciate that. I guess if you don't know, when you do donate, any amount counts. Um, but when you do donate, there's a little in, in the form to donate, there's a contact or comment. It's called the comment section, but that's where you would put a question that I add to the list to be answered by yours truly here. Gah! Careful, Wolfie! In uh, Farlands or Bust. And that's the sort of thing that helps with the, uh, you know, content. <laughs> this... <laughs> stopping this sort of, you know, dead air that's currently happening right here. 
And you can learn specifically about PAWS at PAWS.org. P-A-W-S dot org. Or go directly to the fundraiser page at give.paws.org slash flob8. Number eight. Eight. <laughs> oh, buddy. So how's everybody doing? You doing all right? Enjoying Farlands Bust still? You're on the YouTubes? And perhaps... I almost said on the pod racing? No, no. On the podcast? Certainly hope so. I certainly hope so, indeed. Trying to, like I said, doing more of it and and keeping that up by recording one today. Didn't need to, but I want to. Kind of a a big deal. Remember, episode 765 is where we uh, announced the fundraiser. Whoa, Wolfie. Calm yourself there. Ooh, free coal. Love to see it. Indeed. So yeah, let's let's make our end of the episode hidey hole here. Thank everybody. Following along. And if you can support the fundraiser, please do. That'd be much appreciated. Same rules as before. We don't press F3 until we raise the money for the fundraiser. I'm looking forward to all the continued generosity. Farlanders far and wide. Far and wide? Is that the right terminology? Near and far? Far and wide? Sure, why not? Uh, And yeah, thank you so much for watching. This has been episode 765 of Farlands of Bus. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Oh, my neck hurts.